Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley! And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone! Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in on the glass! Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fitz, two for three. He's done his part. Fitz is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. basketball fans we are back here with the posting up podcast big jace uh king zay with me as always sean scanlon uh we don't know if he'll be joining us but he's not here right now so we're gonna roll as it is uh guys last couple weeks we haven't been doing shows because you know uh covid numbers are rising in the league we're seeing players whether they be role players star players placed on this covid list every day sometimes hours before games I mean, it's crazy. That's brought in the the 10-day hardship deals where we've seen everyone from Isaiah Thomas to 41-year-old Joe Johnson get back in the in the league and get a bucket. Um, I mean, basically, I want to know, guys, who, who's benefited the most and who has this hurt the most um, since, since kind of being uh, the spike has started. Zay, I'll start with you. Actually, I'll start with Jace because uh, my benefit actually goes into our next topic. So I'd rather just, you know, let that just go into that. So start with Jace. All right. Uh, Well, I'll say for benefit, it's kind of weird. The Chicago Bulls, because they were at the start of the the, the little, the the COVID wave. They got that that stuff 
dealt with and over with. And now they're look at them. They're number one in the East right now. So I, I think they've benefited just because they were able to deal with it quickly, get it over with. And now we, they have their star players back against these uh, Isaiah Thomases and these 10 day contract type of guys, which uh, I think is good as far as hurt. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's really hurting everyone. I mean, you aren't, you aren't seeing too much movement as far as the standings go because, I mean, everyone's dealing with it and everyone is going out. I guess, like, the Knicks, did they dropped out of playoff contention. Uh, the Hawks as well. I, I, I will say it definitely seems like it's impacting the East a lot more than the West. I will say that. Yeah, one team I had on my hurt list was Boston. I mean, it's a mix of it's a mix of COVID. You know, they've had Tatum on COVID, um, but not for a prolonged period. Like um, saying Embiid was with the Sixers, he was on there for almost two weeks. But I think the mix of that and them just not having that, you know, we've talked about that primary ball handler in their offense has just hurt them. Um, and both of those things, I mean, have have just shot them. I believe they're below the play in line. Um, they're just not they're just not what they need to be but one team i think that has um helped it during this time is a team in the west i don't think they've had too many COVID issues if they have it hasn't been anyone significant it's the memphis grizzlies they've won i believe five or six in a row they're up to fourth place now in the west i mean that's phenomenal for them john morant's playing out of his mind um you know he's the number two overall pick and he's proven himself why he he was that and i remember just being, I was at the XL Center when he he played his um his what what do we call it? Oh, March Madness game with Murray State against uh, uh, Marquette, and he had that huge dunk, and that was just so electric. And I I just knew right at that moment, I'm like this guy, he gets to the league if he goes to the right team that really needs him, which he has in the Grizzlies. He's gonna be he's gonna be really good. Um, Zay, so. I'm going to get to your topic. I'm actually going to delay it until we get into our next topic because I know what yours is going to be about. So I'll have you answer our question um, after our first game break and add here, and we're going to get into that right about now. Is there it's been a pretty wet that? summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you didn't have your home service for mosquito control and find you're spending most of your time outside flooding those little pests, you are in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield Tailored Treatment System. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product one-size-fits-all service program because you can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results. This promise has awarded them an industry-leading consumer rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade the Cesare and enjoy the rest of your summer mosquito-free. All right, so our first game break here, we'll keep it short. Not too many headlines going around uh, trade-wise, but the Cleveland Cavaliers did trade for Rajon Rondo. Uh, Ricky Rubio tore his ACL a couple nights back. He was having a great game. I believe he... He had like 29 points, 13 rebounds, and nine assists in the game where he went down. Uh, I hate to see that, especially for a guy who who was seeming to get his career back on track with Cleveland. Um, 
the Lakers got Denzel Valentine, I believe. They're making that a three-team trade and shipping no, Valentine to the Knicks. No, that's what the first was. He came to the Knicks. Valentine's on the Knicks. Yeah, he's getting dumped. Oh, oh okay. So, is he going to sign with the Knicks, or was it was it a three part of a three-team no, trade? No, no. He's he, he, he part of the trade, but he's being waived. It's uh, part of the okay. trade to help the trade go through. Before, uh, okay. he's not playing. So, no, no Knicks for Valentine. No. What a shame. Sorry. What a shame. Not enough space. Anyways, so um, obviously Rondo is a little older than Rubio is now. He's a t- t- towards the tail end of his career. Do any do either of you guys think that Rondo will make a significant difference for Cleveland or no? Uh, yeah, I think he does. I, I, I hate this towards the end of the career thing people say when players get in their 30s. I think players like LeBron have showed us that you can play into your 30. Joe Johnson at 40. I mean, you can play at these ages if you keep your body up. And I think Rondo's one of these players who, yeah, he's older, but he's not, you know, he's not a super physical player, so he doesn't have a ton of, like, damage. I think he, you could probably get another year of change out of him. But the Cleveland Cavaliers are playing better than expected. If you can get a guy in there like Rondo who can solidify the point guard position and continue to do what Rubio was doing for them, he can continue to keep that team at least – and the playoff hunt, you know, within that top four, I would say top five area. I don't know if they're going to be a top four because obviously as soon as the COVID situations start to, you know, straighten themselves up and teams start to get back, we'll start to see what teams are really, well, you know, what they really are once everyone starts to get back. So I don't want to throw them in the top four because that's going to be a dog, obviously. But that top five, top six area, it could be somewhere in there with a guy like Rondo. Uh, Jay, so about you? You think he makes an impact? Um, I, I definitely do think he makes an impact, not necessarily on the season. I think with a team as young as the Cleveland Cavaliers are, and they have been exceeding expectations pretty much all year, I think bringing in a guy like him, I, I think a little bit is them also like kind of chalking up this year. I mean, no Sexton for the rest of the year, no Rubio. So I, I think they've reached more or less their heights for the season. So bringing in a guy like Rondo to help, develop these younger guys, uh, a guy like Sexton to learn. I mean, he's not going to be able to play on the court with him, but just to learn from him, be able to pick his brain to a guy like Rondo, I think will be great for his career uh, uh, next year and after the injury. And, I mean, all these young guys on the Cavs, like they have a very bright future and they've exceeded all expectations this year. So I I think bringing in a guy like that to – to where at the beginning of the season they were still one of those like maybe a play-in team. I think he can change their mentality to make them possibly going into next season a, a playoff contender, like an actual solid playoff contender. Yeah, um, certainly only time will tell with um, with Rondo and if his veteran presence has an impact short-term or long-term with the Cavs team, like you mentioned, Jace. Very young team there, especially with some young guards like uh, Garland and Sexton. Even though Sexton is not playing right now, uh, obviously he might still be around the team, and you know Rondo could still have an impact on him then. Uh, so that'll get us into our next topic. Isaiah, we're going to backtrack a little bit because I know where this is going and where this is going to tie into. Um, a player who hasn't played all season, is coming back due to this team's struggles with COVID. They've lost three in a row. Why don't you tell us uh, tell us a little bit more about Kyrie Irving and, and what you think his impact will be to this Nets team? 
I think it's going to be huge for this team. I think, like you mentioned before, they lost three in a row. A lot of that is due to the fact that you have a lot of these 10-day contract players coming in and you have these schedules that you're trying to, you know, you're trying to work around the schedules, get players playing while players are out. Kevin Durant and James Harden actually just came back not too long ago from COVID, so they were out for a while. So when you have these mismatch situations, it becomes difficult. So now you bring in Kyrie Irving, a fresh guy. You know, he hasn't played all year. He should be well-rested, ready to go. That should help this team get back to that number one seed situation. And again, you have to remember what a team like the Brooklyn Nets, I mentioned before, if you have a player like James Harden and, and Kevin Durant, who have a ton of miles on their body, Kevin Durant coming off a serious injury, which you always have to pay attention to because that could flare up at any at any time and he could miss maybe a game or two, depending on the situation. You're talking about James Harden, who for many years has played almost 70 games a year. That's a ton of miles on your body, plus the playoffs. That's why he doesn't get to these end of his seasons. He always has these hamstring issues. We see them clock out at the end of the playoffs last year. So the Brooklyn Nets bringing back Kyrie Irving right now is the perfect situation for them to get back into the number one seat, which, again, I'm not necessarily sure you need if you're the Brooklyn Nets. I honestly don't think you want a home court advantage because your best team is probably going to be on the away when you're playing in the playoffs because Kyrie Irving can't play home games for you. So it's going to be a tricky situation for the Nets moving forward without Kyrie being vaccinated. But I think getting him back right now is a godsend for that team who's coming, you know, for the three-game losing streak. Right, right. Uh, Jace, let me ask you this. Is there any – I know Kyrie mentioned he's been playing at some college campuses. He's been playing in middle school gyms just keeping his body right, you know, ready to return whenever the Nets would have asked him to. Um, do you think there's any, you know, slow period that they have to integrate Kyrie Irving in, or do you think, you know, while he's been able to practice with his team, it's it's kind of just clicked and, you know, him, Kevin Durant, and uh, James Harden are all on the same page now? Well, I, I mean, I, I think that there is always going to be, like, chemistry issues with something like this. And, I mean, yeah, he has been playing in middle school gyms and college gyms. He, he might be at a good spot, but he's not, I don't necessarily imagine him being full peak of the season NBA ready as far as conditioning-wise. But I will say if there is one person who – Chemistry doesn't necessarily matter for it's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's going to come in and do Kyrie's own thing. So I, I do expect him to have an impact, get back. I don't necessarily think this is going to be peak Kyrie because I, I don't expect him to come just straight off straight off the street and start balling out with, with the Brooklyn Nets because even though they are that are good. But I, I think he'll be all right. I will do expect him to take some time Uh Getting used to everything, getting used to the as far as chemistry goes, getting back in the the swing of the NBA season, because uh, I mean also travel too. If he is gonna only be playing on road games, having to get used to that, back to that as well. And Zay, I mean, I know you were talking about uh, them him only having an impact on road games, 
But I mean, April is a long ways away, my friend. And I think he's not. I think we should see some change. No, I mean, it's it's not going to change. That that part is not going to change. I can tell you that Kyrie Irving will not. No, I know, but I think we could see some changes outside of just him being vaccinated by that that time. So you, you never really know. You never really know. Right, whether whether it'll take him getting the shot with Zay is very adamant. He will not. He won't. Or, I, I, I'm, he's, de- he's dead serious on it. He won't. He's like York, Muhammad uh, Ali serious their, on it. <laughs> changes their laws, which um, I'm sure that's what Chase is implying there. That could happen. One of those might have to happen. I mean, it will have to happen before uh, Kyrie Irving can play in Nets home games, especially um, come playoff time, which the stress on that will be very, very high. Uh, we're going to get into our next game break next with our um, our best bet locks and uh, games we're looking forward to coming up this week. So, Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBD Realty is? People over paychecks, you do the damn thing. And that's what we do. All right, so we're going to start with the games we're looking forward to first before we get into the best bets of the night. Uh, Jake, why don't you tell me a game coming up this week or this weekend that you're looking forward to? Maybe try sign language. I'm not going to (laughs) live. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. But uh, I I don't want to do it. Actually, you know, we we got I'll talk about my jazz later, so I won't I won't mention my jazz. But I will say we'll go Thursday night. TNT. Boston in the garden against uh, the Knicks. I think both both teams are struggling right now, so I just think it will be a very good, close, competitive game. Uh, And both teams definitely need a a change of momentum, and this could be be something to to benefit both of them. Just start start moving in the right direction and get things going. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to say the Jazz Nuggets, but I'll talk about my Jazz later, so. Say what about you? Jace wants to fight. Um, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna stay away from bets because if you see me on other shows, betting is just not my thing this year. So I'm gonna stay away from bets for a while. But I will tell you what, I'm locked into New York these next two days. Obviously, my Knicks get back Julius Randle, and hopefully that's the improvement we need to get back on the rails because this ship is completely off the rails. This team is 
Boy, I don't know. It's one minute, it's hot, you get Kimball Walker back, and then the next minute, they're not good. So I'm hoping that maybe Julius Randle, with a couple of days off, can come back and spark this team and be the Julius Randle of last year. So I'm definitely interested in that. And tomorrow, I'm definitely going to be watching the Pacers again play in New York. They'll be playing Brooklyn because Kyrie's going off for 35. I don't know what Jace is talking about. This man is, this man is a student of Kobe. He will be ready. He is going to be locked in. He did not ever stop playing. He will drop 35, 40, maybe. It's going to be a Kyrie welcome back game. It's going to be good. Oh, wait. Oh, no. It's in Brooklyn. Oh, no. Yeah, he can't play. If it's in Brooklyn, yeah, he can't play. Damn. Where is that against? It's yeah. in Indiana. It's oh, in Indiana. Indiana. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's in Indiana. Okay, no. So they had, they're playing New York back to back, but they play her home and away. That's schedule That's confused me. That was weird. All right. Yeah. So yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, should be back and he should go off. Yeah, that <laughs> threw me off for a bit. I was like, wait a minute, what? That didn't make sense. <laughs> All right, I'll get into my game uh, that I'm looking forward to before we get into some bets aside from Zane because apparently he's having some bad betters luck. Um, don't take my bets at all. <laughs> he's not he listen, he's trying to save you guys money. That's that's all it is. Um my game I'm looking forward to. I don't care who this team is playing. I don't I don't care when they play. I don't care if they play at two in the morning. I'm watching them. That's the Chicago Bulls. They've looked great. Great young team with some veteran presence on there. DeMar DeRozan, I mean, two weeks, two game, two nights in a row. A guy who's not known for shooting threes makes back-to-back game-winning three-pointers. I mean, come on. Uh, it, they're just the best show in town as, as far as the Eastern Conference goes. So they play the Wizards on, um, I believe, Thursday or Friday. I think it's Thursday. So I will be tuned into that game right there. Um, 76 is make you that miserable? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jace, we're going to go to you for your best bet now. Tonight, uh, Phoenix Suns minus seven, easy against the Pelicans. Pelicans played my Jazz tough last night. Two back-to-back games. I don't think they can they can play the Phoenix Suns tough. Phoenix is playing great. Uh, easy plus seven. I, I think that's, that's a 20-point blowout right there. Uh, I think the Suns handle the Pelicans easy. Uh, and then no problems at all. Yeah, so give me the minus seven on the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Zay, you said you were going to skip out on I'm out, here, I'm out here saving lives, people. Trust me, I'm out but, here saving. Um, I'm actually putting some money down on your Knicks. Uh, put together a little parlay on that game with, with the Knicks and the Pacers. Knicks. Minus two and a half. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis over points at minus one and a half. Miles Turner. I see minus one. You're getting crazy. I see minus one. Good luck. (laughs) Miles Turner, double-double. When I locked it in, it was at the minus two and a half. But take the minus, take the Knicks points. And then um, two plus threes from R.J. Barrett. Plus 900 odds. Five dollars wins you fifty. So you're better. You're better off taking Phoenix minus seven against New Orleans. (laughs) New Orleans doesn't beat anybody. Oh boy! Bet on those Knicks. Don't let them. Uh, don't let Zay's. Knicks don't win. Uh, they don't win at home. They're, they're terrible at home against the spread. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, I feel it. I feel it. I think I won some people money on this show before. So, um, we're gonna get into our last topic of the day now. All Star conversation. All Star will be taking place next month, February. I believe it's in Cleveland this year, isn't it? I is think. It? Beats uh, me. I don't know. I don't know. They don't I even think... really talk about it. Maybe it's in Cleveland. That's why they don't talk about it. <laughs> um, so 
we're going to go in the circle. We're going to name a player from each of our teams or players if we're t- our teams are that good um, that we think deserve it's to make. It's just mine. It's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. Yeah, We're just going to be talking about Jace's team, apparently. Maybe your team. but um, To make the all-star team, Jace, why don't you go first? All right. Well, I mean, the easy pick, Donovan Mitchell. He's been balling out. He's a, he's a beast. So, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's going to get it. But really – Rudy Gobert, another easy pick. Second in blocks, second in rebounds. I mean, first in rebounds in, uh, around the whole league. He's been playing lights out. So, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, Spider-Man. With Spider-Man just coming out, let's go. Let's get him in there because he will be. And Rudy Gobert is going to be back-to-back. Which is this going to be four-time defensive player of the year or something like that? Rudy Gobert, let's go, baby. Didn't Jokic just put up like 41 on him or something like that? <laughs> What is it? We'll qualify for defensive play of the year anymore. We'll qualify. <laughs> Second in blocks and leading the league in rebounds. Who we'll qualifies anymore? Oh, He's God. a beast. Zay, who's well, not no, making it? No, there's not a person. The there's not a person. This will be the first year probably in like New York history in any major sport. I don't think a New York player will have a team in any major all-star game. <laughs> oh, boy. Not even uh, your boy RJ. I actually, actually no, there was the baseball, so there was hope there. But other than that, there, there is nothing. There's no hope. Um, no, definitely not. There's um, maybe the Brooklyn Nets got some play though. You know, maybe they'll get KD, Kyrie, and, and James Harden. You know, if they're not in protocol or hurt. So um, as far as the Knicks, there's not a player that there isn't a player that deserves to be there. I don't even know why some of them are still on the team. I'm being honest. <laughs> So, uh, I think I think we're gonna all uh, get together at CMG and we're all gonna vote Evan Fournier to the All Star game. Jesus, Christ. oh my God! Let's do it. <laughs> Anyways, from the Sixers, obviously, like like Jake said, there's an obvious answer: Joel Embiid from the um, from the Sixers. I mean, he's doing bits and pieces for this team, scrapping together wins for them whenever he can. Uh, triple double against the Rockets last night. Uh, he's just looked fantastic. I mean, and he's playing. I bet half hurt on three quarters of a knee or whatever he's doing, coming back, battling COVID where he said it got pretty bad. The guy's playing fantastic. Obviously no second fiddle with Ben Simmons just being a little. What? No, no Ben Simmons. He didn't miss a shot all year. That's true. That's true. He, uh, <laughs> we are undefeated in games where Ben Simmons plays. So dark horse candidate right there. Speaking <laughs> of dark horse candidates, uh, Jace, whether it be from the Jazz or anyone else around the league, you got any dark horse all-star candidates? I, I do have one Jazz one, one non-Jazz one. I got my boy Boggy, Bojan Bogdanovich, second leading scorer on the Jazz. He's been playing great. And, I mean, if – if uh, I mean, we mentioned before the show, Mike Conley can get to, to an all-star game last year. I think uh, Bogdanovich deserves one this year. But, uh, no, uh, real, real talk – not a lot of people are talking about this guy. He's a beast, 15th in the league in scoring. Shea Gildress Alexander sucks that he's on OKC. He's still a beast. He's still lighting it up. He's a he's a monster. Uh, I'm pretty sure I talked about him last year for like a dark horse for All Star. He, he this dude's a beast. He he needs to start getting the respect. It, it sucks that he's uh, on a, a terrible OKC team. Uh, I mean, they are young though. That that Josh Giddy kid, youngest player to score triple double. That was that was cool to see. But yeah, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think he deserves to be an All Star. Zay, what about you? You got any dark horse candidates you thinking of? 
Hmm. That's very hard to say. No, you know what it is? It's because so many people have been missing. So many people have been in and out. Um, maybe uh, Ja wasn't an all-star last year, right? No. I don't think so. No, Ja, could, he could probably sneak in there this year, especially with, like we say, with all the COVID situations. We're going to be missing a lot of players this year. I, I really feel like, see, all-star is a topic I didn't want to touch it until we got closer because I don't. <laughs> As like I said, this has been a very hard season to really watch, really. Like you said, there's so many, like I said, on my team just signed a guy named Mike Mooney. I've never heard of him in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very hard to say who's going to be a dark horse, who's going to be who, because somebody could be hot this week and then they're going to have COVID and be out for two weeks. And, you know, there goes their candidacy and they don't come back the same. So, like I said, maybe I'll roll with your job, um, job Morant idea. That I mean, he could probably run there, but Oh, I really haven't thought hard on All Star yet. It, I've just been trying to get through the season, you know. Just <laughs> honestly, um, for myself, I got two options: um, Jordan Poole from the Golden State Warriors, averaging eighteen mm-hmm. a game. He's been this, you know, second guy to Curry. Um, obviously, when Thompson gets back, his role is going to decrease a little bit, but I still think he's been playing great. And then um, there's Garland from the Cavs. We mentioned. Cavs are having a great year, 19 and a half points. Yeah, he did go off the other day. Yeah. And uh, seven and a half assists per game for Garland. So I think those are two guys who could make their first all star appearances, hopefully not their last. Um, but two guys who have certainly, you know, earned the, to be in the conversation for an all star appearance. And I mean, those are two guys that are going to be on top of the um, most improved player list as well. So that is going to do it for our show today. Um, Sean couldn't make it here today, uh, but we will be back next Tuesday. Hopefully the whole crew will be on uh, for Big Jace, King Zay, and Lucas Boldo. This has been the Posting Up Podcast. Peace. Stay safe.